Well, next door in Alberta, they had an election yesterday, and Daniel Smith has won. It was a test of her leadership since taking over the United Conservative Party from Jason Kenney, who left that party in a very unpopular state. Now, the polls suggested it was going to be a tight race with NDP leader Rachel Notley. In the end, the UCP did prevail, but with a majority, that is, and they, but they lost some seats, including those belonging to cabinet ministers. Just to give you some perspective, in in the last election, the UCP had 63 seats. Now it has roughly 49 seats compared to the 38 held by the NDP. The NDP apparently picked up 11 new seats, forming the largest official opposition that Alberta has ever seen. Let's bring in Stephen Carter. Stephen has um, obviously been involved in several high-profile campaigns in Alberta. Thanks for joining us, Stephen. Thanks for having me on, Robin. I really appreciate it. Yeah, leading up to the the election, uh, I was watching the campaign, and you would hear average voters say, you know, they were going to hold their nose and they were going to vote for the NDP, or they really liked Rachel Notley. And then there were others who said, listen, I'm going to vote for the UCP, but I'm not necessarily voting for Daniel Smith. What happened there? Well, we had a we had two leaders that were historically unpopular. Uh, Danielle Smith had a 13% approval rating. Uh, you know, Rachel Notley had 15%. Uh, these weren't two people who were coming in working from enormous, uh, oppor- you know, opportunities for growth. And a lot of the people who were voting were voting against the other party. They were afraid of what the other party represented. And of course, we are seeing significant polarization here. Yeah, um, I was listening. I was listening to Global National last night, and they were talking about Daniel Smith's low-key campaign in, in the final days. Um, you know, she wasn't even really taking part in the campaign. She took part in a run. Was this a keep her mouth shut approach for by her campaign team? Absolutely. I mean, every time she opened her mouth, it cost votes. I mean, we were seeing, uh, you know, bozo eruption after bozo eruption coming from the leader instead of coming from the. Uh, you know, the backbench. Uh, I mean, there, and, and not to say that there wasn't those bozo eruptions from the backbench either. I mean, it was pretty amazing. We had a, a candidate compare tra- trans children to fecal matter. I mean, it was, a, it was an absolute, uh, absolute nightmare uh, to see. And, and of course, that candidate won with 72% of the vote in her riding. So there's, there's some really, uh, there's some deep reckoning that's going to have to be taking place here in Alberta at some point. Speaking of reckoning, um, Danielle Smith has had challenges within her own party. Are they going to give her a pass now and just forge ahead, or can, can she keep the UCP united? Well, I mean, she didn't. She wasn't able to keep the Wild Rose Party united back in 2013, 2014. Uh, this is the problem with these ideological parties. There, there are some people who wish to be uh, pure to the ideology, and other people who wish to be uh, successful in, in the elect, electoral system. It's going to be very difficult for Danielle Smith to reconcile both of those. She's got Take Back Alberta, uh, which is a uh, third-party advertising group that basically controls half the board of the the UCP at this point. I can't see keeping them happy as well as, at the same time, keeping, uh, you know, small-c conservatives happy that are looking for good government. The Take Back Alberta group, they're a lot like Donald Trump, right? Uh, and sometimes they would make Donald Trump's wound. Uh, they are extremely right wing with uh, with very uh, fringe ideas. And it's it's difficult to imagine um, that people actually voted for a party that was controlled by them. OK, what about Rachel Notley? Is she going to stay put as the leader of the New Democrats? 
Well, I think right now she is. I think that there's a short-term problem, and that is that uh, the Conservative Party of, uh, you know, the UCP or the Wild Rose or the, the PCs, they haven't gone into the next election with the leader that they had in the previous election since Ralph Klein. Uh, it's been 20, 20 odd years now since uh, since the leaders actually gone to the two elections in a row. Danielle Smith will face a leadership review, and she, in that leadership review, uh, there's no guarantee that she survives it. This is a very small victory for her. You know, two thousand votes the other way, and we have Premier Rachel Notley again. Uh, this is kind of unbelievable how tight this race was, and I can't see the Conservatives being particularly happy with that. So if Rachel Notley sticks around, it's probably because they could see short-term chaos right on the horizon. Alberta is a significant neighbor for B.C. What kind of a relationship is she going to have with B.C.'s NDP government? Well, I mean, this is a woman who at one point was redrawing our boundaries to take over northern British Columbia uh, so that we would have access to tidewater. So this isn't exactly someone who has a firm grip on interprovincial relationships. So I think that it could be really difficult. Um, She's already decided that she's going to go to battle uh, with Trudeau. Um, I'm not sure that she's going to have the best relationship with David Eby, uh, which is really too bad because I think there's some really interesting experiments happening in in British Columbia uh, around uh, the the opiate crisis that we could really really learn from and work together on. So there's a lot of things that uh, BC and Alberta are related together on, and... uh, uh, hopefully, Danielle Smith will see the opportunity to work together with David Eby. Yeah, Danielle Smith took aim at Justin Trudeau in her acceptance speech. Does this win in Alberta embolden the federal conservatives or make them think twice? I think that there's virtually no impact. The truth of the matter is we're going to send most of our MPs back with blue colors on their on their sleeves. Uh, regardless of the outcome of this election, uh, we elect conservatives out of some sort of hobby almost. So um, there was no seats to gain for Pierre Polyev here. There's no seats to lose. There's no seats to gain. So he's really best to focus on Ontario, Quebec, uh, and British Columbia uh, for for potential gains because, you know, out here, he's basically already secured the votes that he's going to require. Definitely. Stephen Carter, thank you so much for your time. Robin, really appreciate you reaching out.